The storm known as BlizzCon is almost upon us, and that means once again it's time for podcasters, community personalities, and fans to come together for one of the largest gatherings created by fans for fans. It's Con Before the Storm featuring the fifth annual World of Podcast. It's shaping up to be our largest World of Podcast yet, with participants from over 50 podcasts and additional content being produced before and after the big party at the Anaheim Hilton on November 2nd. Even if you can't join us in Anaheim, we do invite you to check out the shows on Alpha Geek Radio or at twitch.tv slash combeforestorm. Can't listen to us live? We have you covered with podcast versions of our content available for download on demand via our World of Podcasts show feed on Google Music and Apple Podcasts. For complete information, show schedule, and much, much more, be sure to check out combeforestorm.com. And also don't forget to follow us on Twitter at combeforestorm and at World of Podcasts. Hey folks, and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. I am your host this week, Chris, here with my good buddy Kevin. Hello. Gav is not here uh, this week with us to help you regret turning on this show, but Kevin and I will do our best to pull up the slack and make you regret it. Last week, uh, we jumped on the non-stop hype train towards BlizzCon, uh, and this week we'll be continuing that with a deep dive into the panels, and we'll be talking about the panels that we are interested in this year, as well as a few panels that... You may not even know is there, such as some of the um, some of the uh, Nvidia stuff, some of the gaming stuff. It's quite cool, actually. We were there last year. So, with that, I would like you to join us in going off the rails on this crazy hype train to BlizzCon. Going off the rails on a crazy train. How are you this week, Kevin? I am well. How are you doing, Chris? I am very, very well. Very well. I'm good. This is good. These are good things. Kevin, what have you been doing with your week? I was very excited this week because I knew that in terms of progression rating, this was going to be one of our possible chances to kill kill Jaden. Um, the attendance reflected that. We had actually like 14 people, which I think is more than we've ever seen during one of our uh, raid runs. Unfortunately, um, the, one of the last pulls that we had I noticed that we had made 52 attempts on Heroic, I think, at this point, and still have not gotten him down. So, unfortunately, we'll have to come at it another week and try to kill him. Um, cool. I've also taken on some uh, the WoW Halloween event. I've decided I'm going to actually do some of that shit this year. And I looked at some of the achievements. I got a few of those. I am going around and doing some of the um, trick-or-treat Candy things that you can do mm-hmm. um, just to get some out of the way because I've never done it before and I'm just I'm seeing what it's like. I Cute. remember I don't have a long strange trip. Yes, and, um, I was going to say at some point do, I need to start making progress to that. You should do what a long strange trip has been. It takes a year to do, but it's well worth it because that Violet Protodrake is a beautiful mount. It is a beautiful mount. I wouldn't be doing it for the Drake. I would be doing it. To, to have Just the to say you've done it. Yes. No, that's fair enough. That's um, fair enough. 
I mean, obviously it's a pain in the ass. Like, do I have to actually go around and collect all of the trick or treat stuff in order to get the achievement for Hollow's End? Uh, I think you have the... to do all of the trick or treat stuff for at least Vanilla and Wrath. I don't know if they added it to add Cataclysm, Miss Warlords, and Legion. I'm not sure, but you'd have to look at the achievement for that. Okay. Um, but I know you have to do the trick or treating for each of the zones from the vanilla zones and the wrath zones at a minimum. But it doesn't well, take long with flying. At least I'll get some of the candy in order to buy some of the cool stuff there, and which we'll talk about some of that new stuff later. Okay. So uh, obviously, Gav isn't here. Uh, he was asked to partake in an African safari, and his knuckles were apparently bitten off by an orangutan. Hopefully, he'll be back next week, though. <laughs> Best of luck to you, guys. Yeah, best of luck with that. Um, <laughs> we're terrible people. Uh, my week, I've been working like a crazy person again, trying to make sure I can afford BlizzCon. So, yep, I've done nothing but work, work, and work. Uh, but I, when I'm not working, I have been doing a lot of raiding in WoW. Uh, as, like yourself, up to kill Jaden, that we got him to 30%, uh, right about that area. The, the only reason we fucked up, because it was like last pool of the night, we got him to 30%. And the only reason we fucked up and didn't kill it was because I was not prepared. I was not oh. prepared. I was the one that's supposed to kite those fire orbs around. I was not prepared for that. I didn't expect them to just pop up right away. I was not prepared and I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we definitely had one of the pools get fucked up because someone didn't realize they were the closest one to the orb. And started kiting it directly across the boss in front of melee. Ooh. So all the melee people had to back out and couldn't attack the boss anymore. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but we're trying yeah. him again this Sunday, so hopefully we'll get him down. Good luck with it. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely a pain in the ass. It's a fun. Okay, so it's a fun fight. I really like the kill. It's Jayden a fun fight. pain in the ass. But honestly, I think Avatar was harder. Avatar was more of a DPS check than this has been, period. I mean, you don't even need yeah. anywhere near as much DPS for Kill Jaden as you do for Avatar. I mean, we transition them, but after, almost... So, you know the first uh, bomb that drops that knocks everyone back? Yeah. We've usually transitioned on by the time that lands. Wow. That is faster than we've been. I'm de- Well, I'm bursting 2.3 mil. Everyone else is bursting about two, and then we all sustain about 1.1, if not higher. Wow. Um, so we're, bursting him out of, that, out of phase one is not hard. The DPS requirement for phase two with the ads is not even any harder. It, we just, we've got so many AOE classes. I'm a BM hunter. We just rip them apart. It's Honestly, I think Avatar would have been a better final boss. It's the mechanics. It's the mechanics. That is the main problem. I mean, we have three really decent healers, and if we have one of the um, Armageddon's fall, mm-hmm. or if someone misses one Armageddon, mm-hmm. we are fucked. And that's with, like, 13, 14 people. Well, we have a really good Armageddon rotation, actually. We've got a Rep Paladin who can bubble twice. We've got myself as a BM Hunter. We've got a Mage who can Ice Block twice. We've got a Kitty Druid that goes bear form and pops all of your stuff and can take it. Um, and then we've got the two tanks. We've got plenty of people for soaking. 
it's so Armageddon has not been a problem. Like even the first two or three tries, Armageddon stopped being a problem on normal at that point. So we haven't had a problem with Armageddon on heroic. The the biggest issue is just when everything happens at the one time. It's one of those mm-hmm. every single mechanic is going to happen at one point in this fight, and if you don't get it, yeah. you're fucked. So it's not yeah, a hard is, fight. Yeah. It's just yeah. there's those RNG points where everything is going to happen at the one time because the timers. Right. And that's where most of the problems come in. Yeah, it's it's kind of like this weird shell game where, you know, like let's there's three mechanics and then it's like let's try A and B, then let's try A and C, then let's try B and C. And we'll try to throw the combination of mechanics at you in all types of weird ways try to fuck you up and kill you and then you you a b and c in the one go and you're fucked (laughs) yeah yeah i mean the the one of the worst ones is literally when armageddon starts the knockback occurs and then you have to run your ass to whatever to the uh, armageddon points we've we've got me for that one and i keep disengage off cooldown ready to just jump at it so i can turtle onto it yeah yeah, that that is that is a bitch of a of a one. Um, but you know, we were can you know we were getting into the darkness phase and then getting through the darkness phase, and we saw, you know, not too many pulls, but we did see some into phase three, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's just like I'm not looking at the boss's health a lot because I'm healing people and trying to keep people alive, and you know, hitting my max mana pull like completely out of mana, dying on purpose so that I can you know, cast free for a while, rezzing back to life automatically because of the cloak, and then looking at the boss's life after that, and he's still at, like, 20%, and I'm just like, this sucks. This sucks. You know? Well, it it didn't help that we were missing our one of our main healers, and one of our main DPS had to drop the healer for that, and we're still gearing a tank up. That doesn't help, but... So DPS is not a problem. It's the other, it's the other places we're uh, trying to make sure we can keep up on. Um, yeah. right, what else was I doing? I was doing heroes. I've been playing a lot of ranked this season. Actually, me and my friend Ben and Europe have been barreling down the the uh, the team league in a two a two queue, and I'm going back to what I usually do. I'm sticking with my supports. I'm playing Lucio. I'm playing Stukov. I'm learning Anna. Um, I'm Jumping on Lily every now and then because she's like my first ever support, so I'm gonna stick with her whenever I can. But no, I'm loving heroes again. Like I'm just building up the hype for the heroes finals. I really am. Hmm. Excellent. I mean, what rank did you get? Did you get done your placements? We haven't done our placements yet. I've been doing a couple of solos where because we can only do like two or three games a night um, mm-hmm. because of both of our work schedules. But it's been it's been fun. We've won the majority, so we should probably get up into the high platinums, low diamonds. Okay. Cool. Um. Yep. Yeah, let's move on. Let's talk. Let's take some listener feedback. Um. Uh. Kevin, do we have anything in the Gmail this week? There was no Gmail. There was no LB's corner. So we are going to rely on the Twitter feedback. We did get some. So, Lord Shaper. Thank you for sending us a tweet. Uh, he says that his BlizzCon prediction, while we'll get a new faction, uh, so you can have any race mm. on the one faction, 
Um, when I tweeted, I'm asking, how would you justify the lower implements of fact of races that just hate the other faction? His response was, you need to take it down to an individual level, like how some different how different races will play together as a pirate faction. And he made a perfectly valid point on that because you do see. In, for example, the Bloodtail Buccaneers, you see orcs and humans playing together and playing nice as pirates. So it does make sense. It, I, I don't, personally, I don't think it'll happen. I don't think we'll get a third faction, uh, a, a, tr a truly neutral faction. Um, but it would be an interesting mechanic to just throw into the game, to be totally honest. It would be quite interesting. My worry would okay. be that because it's a new faction that's been thrown in so late into the game, it would be a dead faction. No one's going to just suddenly swap to a third faction. Yeah, the, a faction change, or, you know, having a new faction just seems very kind of out there. I mean, I'm sticking to my, we'll probably get some Void-related subclasses, or not subclasses, but like some, what do you call some it? Some Void-related abilities. No, not not just abilities. I'm talking about like some specs, like Void Paladin. Well, then you're just a Shadow Priest. No, it's like it's like a melee Shadow Priest. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds interesting, but I don't like Shadow Priest in general. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. No, I'm I'm definitely going to stick with my theory of I don't I. I think if we're going to get anything and it'll be a neutral race um, similar to the Pandaren where it'll pick its faction um, at the end of its starting zone, I hope it'll start at a higher level than the Pandaren because that's one of the main reasons you don't see many Pandaren. It's a, not, it's a new thing being introduced at such a late point in the game that the only, thing, the only way you're going to justify it is just by doing a race change. Um, okay. I think we might see I, I kind of agree with Gav that we'll be more than likely to see maybe the Ethereals or the Naga but I, 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 I've I got my hopes and dreams for the for, for uh, the Nightborn. I love the Nightborn they're such a great race. I love them Whatever it is it's going to be big. I mean I just noticed that the demo area for World of Warcraft was bigger than was any of the, the other demo years. areas well, not only years. bigger than last year's, but bigger than any of the other demo areas at this event. Yep. It is the biggest demo area yep. of everything. Something huge is well, coming. We knew it's got to be. But we know that even more as we jump into the news. Uh, so this one, it's not on the show notes, but I did forget to mention it. Um, I did forget to add it to the show notes, but I want to mention it. That on, I want to say... What date was the 18th? What day was the 18th? Was that Thursday? Thursday. On Thursday. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. On Wednesday, the PT, the beta servers for World of Warcraft, the beta realms, got an update. They were updated very briefly. It was reverted quite quickly. They were updated to 8.0.0, build number 25338. And what got gleaned in that short period of time? That these are more than likely being updated and being ready and being made ready for a BlizzCon play build. Um, 
We knew okay. that we know that there's going to be an expansion announcement. We know that there was going to be a playable version. This is just someone that screwed up and done it a little early. <laughs> what what did they hear? What there was they, no information anything? on it, no data, no actual patch. But that's good. The ver- the the beta servers were updated to eight point um, and they were very quickly reverted back to seven three two. <laughs> very quickly, someone made a boo boo. Yeah, someone someone updated the wrong someone server. Made a very big boo boo. Um, but not only the fact that it's um, the beta build, it's this. I think it's the first time in a while we've actually seen the beta build get updated long before BlizzCon. I'm maybe hoping that we might see a beta announcement going quite quickly as well. That's a bit more of a hype on that one because usually. At BlizzCon, they would use the alpha servers because there is no beta yet. The fact that the beta servers are getting updated, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they, the Hotfix 20, or one of the hotfixes that came out recently, it did mention that like they were making some tuning changes to the new, um, or the new raid, um, but it's still not, you know, playable yet. So. You know, everything is looking like as soon as BlizzCon is over, we'll have some kind of an announcement that it's coming No, that soon. was 732 patch notes. Uh, oh, 732 patch notes have been yes, officially yes, announced. Yes. Uh, includes tuning fixes to Antorus. It includes updates to the Battle.net support for the new yeah. launcher. Couple of class changes, mainly for balanced druids and elemental shamans, uh, as well as some app, uh, Legion companion app compatibility changes. Um, but if you want to read the full notes, they are very, very short. They are a name on my champion. Yep. So, you know, it, it sounds like it will be playable soon, and it's just a matter of them flicking the switch and opening it up. So, the ideal situation um, would honestly be at the end of the Warcraft announcement, they say, oh, and by the way, one more thing. Beta in a month. That would be the most ideal thing. That would be the most perfect thing because they might actually make it and do a two year expan a less than two year expansion without a six month break uh, without a twelve month break of no content. If they can pull this off, it'll be the first time in thirteen years they did it right. I think it's the you know, first of all, they're already starting to test the LFRs on the servers now for Antares. So we're going to get that yeah. soon. That that's going to be available in you know, I would say less than a month. within a month, 100%. We'll probably see that. Then we're going to see about, what, 77 days is what the typical cycle has been? For, for three, a raid? For like every, yeah, for, for a, raid. a raid. it goes anywhere between three to six months for a standard raid. Right, so that would put us when, towards the end of the year, maybe January, maybe January, February, um... For things like raid so, tiers, yeah, I, I mean, like if, to go to the six month extreme because you gotta just have that little bit of expectation that it's gonna suck. Because <laughs> then you're you're happy. Maybe afterwards. it's a, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a little longer. Maybe it lasts until let's, let's say April. You know, the summer, April or May, and we get some kind of an actual release of a new expansion, May or June. I don't think we're gonna get is May that, or June. Is that possible? No, I'd say at the very late at the very earliest we'll get an expansion launch and this is 
this is us hoping and praying and you know being completely unrealistic with it the the earliest we'll get it is august i would say because then it would literally have been a two-year expansion august at the latest august at the earliest earliest okay august at the earliest because they do have they do usually do a six-month beta test um and then there's a month period where the pre-expansion patch is live and testing's going on just to make sure it's 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 working on the live servers and then we usually get the launch i would just hate for them to do that because i feel like they've put in so much hard work to get stuff out on a regular basis for us to let us sit for half the year next year without anything to do just doesn't seem but like, like i said them. if a tier is if a tier is expected to last 6 months rather than then six months from that, I'm 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 being hopeful that we're not going to get thirteen months, but I'm also being realistic. I it doesn't seem like them. I think it doesn't that they'll try seem to stick like to them. the schedule. Thirteen years of evidence proves you wrong, Kevin. Let's say <laughs> Antares comes out towards the end of November at the same time they released that they put the next expansion on the beta servers. They could realistically have it out by the summer. They could realistically have it out by the summer, but that's only if beta goes live at the end of November. That's yeah. Only if we get beta live at the end of November, once beta goes live, you can get a rough timeline on when the expansion is going to launch until then it's complete speculation. Okay, let's move on. Okay. It's yes. I mean, uh, it's it's going to be huge, whatever it is. Completely agree. It's going to be huge. So, uh, also in Warcraft, Kevin, why don't you want to talk about the Hallows End event? Yeah, since I'm actually doing some of this Hallows End stuff, there's some new stuff to do in Hallows End. There's also some updates. So first, the updates: the Headless Horseman loot now drops eye level 880 gear. You only have to be level 23 in order to participate to queue for the Headless Horseman. So. You up at 23 or above, get an 880 level drop. Um, Naxi is a new undead battle pet that you can get for 150 tricky treats. There's a new costume called, or a new exquisite costume set called Xavius. Um, that's available for 200 tricky treats, and it does turn you into something that looks like Xavius. Uh, you can get a horse head or a horse tail costume available for 150. This looks a lot like the uh, dragon three piece um, set that you could get from the Lunar Festival. So uh, there's a head, there's a tail. You can get each of them, which are um, toys now. Uh, and you, and finally, Hollow's End armor is cosmetic and can be transmogged during the hollows end event i'm running around with the pumpkin on my head chris what about you uh are you getting into the spirit i'm not i'm not getting into the halloween spirit in warcraft i'm watching like a horror movie every single day of october i do that every year okay today i'm today i'm watching the original it uh which wasn't a movie it was the mini series that kind of got turned into a movie um Still works. Still works. It was really. I love the original. It's so good. Um, but no, I'm not getting into the Halloween spirit in WoW because 13 years, bro. <laughs> I've done it for 13 years. <laughs> yeah, 
Okay. That's understandable. I, 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 I'm I actually, really want them to just update some of these events so that people who have done them for as long as like me and Gav have can actually justify jumping back into them and having a good time. Because I do love the Halloween events. I do. The Halloween event was one of my favorites for the longest time. What was your favorite part about it? Running around everywhere to get the, the tricky treats? No, the Headless Horseman. He used to actually be annoying to do back in the day he was annoying back in the oh, day like a, he was so much yeah, fun because why not he was scale the fight he was so much fun back in the day i loved him why not make it like time walking and scale us back or scale him up or whatever i want them to just make him a little bit more difficult so, i mean i know it's supposed to be a holiday yeah. event but he was actually annoying to deal with back in the day yep i i am for adding an additional challenge Let's talk about a little bit of Hearthstone. You want to take the Hearthstone? Cause- oh, hold on a second. I wanted to talk about some of the stuff that I'm watching. Since you mentioned movies. Okay, go for it. <laughs> um, I revisited Cabin in the Woods. I've not actually seen that one. Man, it is it is so fun. I will add it to it my is, list and watch it today. It is, it is a Joss, Joss Whedon written horror oh, movie. Oh, then I'm going to love it. I love everything really, Joss Whedon does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Including some um, notable characters. Uh, one of the guys was in uh, Dollhouse. Eliza, Elijah Dushku's in it as well, isn't she? No, she's not in it, actually. I swear well, she, she was in Dollhouse, but it was the dude who was in Dollhouse. Ah, right, okay. I can't remember his name. The tech guy. The tech nerdy guy. Right, okay. Um, and then last night, um, the which has become an annual event, is uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Love Rocky Horror. I don't like the remake, but I love the original. (laughs) No, I tried the remake last year, and I won't do that. I won't make that same mistake. Don't get me wrong. I think think (laughs) the guy who played Brad, he was really good. He was really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Well, he wasn't uncomfortable. The character felt really uncomfortable, which was what Brad's supposed to feel like. And... Uh, Frankfurter, I really liked her. I thought she was very good. I didn't like, I didn't like Victoria Justice. I didn't, I didn't think she was a great Janet. I really didn't. <laughs> I mean, you know, people will always go to the original when they talk about when they, you know, want to do it as a stage play or want to add in additional lines in between the words and things like that. I don't know, but the new one. I'm sure it's good for people who are just getting into Rocky Horror, but it's not my Rocky Horror. Hashtag not my Rocky Horror. Uh, right, let's move on to some so, Hearthstone. <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about the Halloween event. There is a Halloween event. Moving on. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about it. Here's the thing. Gav's not here. He's a Hearthstone guy. Let me uh, just... He's a Hearthstone so, junkie. Uh, uh, Halloween event is live. The Headless Horseman's favorite time of year, and he's brought lots of tricks and treats from October 20th, 24th through November 6th. You can log in each week, and uh, you will get a treat, and you can do the new tricky uh, tavern brawl, as well as the dual class arena. Uh, you will also get the, if you take part in the ranked play, you get the uh, and get to level 20, you will get the Unholy card back uh, for the month of October, and you will get the Gone Fishing for the month of November. I like the Gone Fishing They've also back. introduced the Warlock Hero, that we, the Warlock Hero that we were talking about last week. Uh, 
anything else? Let's have a look. Uh, nope. That's pretty much it for the big important stuff. Uh, for full information on the patch notes, uh, you can visit the playhearthstone.com website and look at their blog posts because it's got the full information about the October 17th Halloween update. Yeah. I, want I do want the unholy one. It looks really nice. Right. Here's the storm. This one's mine. Junkrat is live on Americas and Europe. I fucking hate him. How is he? <laughs> I hate playing against him. He is the reason that I've lost ranked matches just because Junkrat is on the other team. He is a bobag. People are that good playing him already. It's not that. It's not that they've figured him out because he's very similar to Overwatch. So you, you if, as long as you know the Overwatch Junkrat, you know the basics. But with Heroes of the Storm, when you've got talents and things that change their abilities and how they work, people who have never played him have no clue what he's capable of. And me, that being the case for me, I've never played Junkrat. I've got my ass handed to me on a regular. It's not fun. I, mm. This is this is a little vent moment. New heroes should not be available for at least a week in ranked play until we figure them out. Because I think it throws sounds, I think it throws the meta out way too quickly. A new patch comes in, there's new class change there's new hero changes, which is fine, because you can learn them pretty quickly. New heroes, you have to learn the entire hero's abilities and what it's capable of and how it plays against your characters. I think giving people a week for ranked play is a bit is is better because I know other mobas do it. I know League does it. I know, um, what's it called? I know Smite does it, but Heroes yeah. doesn't. I think it would be a nice little okay. Let's let's let everyone get comfortable with this bastard. <laughs> yeah, makes sense to me. I mean, they don't do it in their own tournaments, so why would they do exactly. it in the game, the live game? Thank you. Talk about Junkenstein's Revenge. Junkenstein Revenge, they actually did a little um uh they they did a little comic book for it. It's really cute. So um Yeah. I mean it's only like a little PDF and a little comic, but it looks looks cute, looks cool. Glad that they're adding and kind of expanding and building upon that kind of stuff. So uh in StarCraft news we have new ladder maps. There's yep. four of them. Uh, link in the show notes. Uh, again, you can go to the um, official Battle.net StarCraft page um, with all the information yep. on it. We're not a StarCraft group. The, again, the only one that plays StarCraft is Gav, and he's not here. Yeah. But we're letting you know, we're letting you know about it, game. at least. Um, last, last for the gaming news, since it's now officially a part of the Battle.net oh. family... Destiny 2, the preload is live. The game is set to launch on the 24th of October this year. Um, and it's a global launch. So it goes live at 6pm GMT, uh, British Standard Time, which convert for your other regions, because I have no clue what they are off the top of my head. Um, but yes, it goes live on Tuesday the 24th. Preload is up. I've already installed it. I'm very excited. Uh so if you are excited for Destiny 2, again, all the information is on the Battle.net uh, client as well as the Battle.net webpage. It'll direct you straight to the Bungie site if needs be. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And finally, if you've been keeping up with BlizzCon.com, there are 39 videos now available for you to watch. 
some requiring the virtual ticket, some not requiring a virtual ticket. Um, Chris, any thoughts on the videos they've been putting up on the uh, BlizzCon.com website? I'm going to be the negative Nancy. You can be the positive one, but I'm going to be a negative Nancy. I, I like the idea of what they're doing, building up the BlizzCon hype. I haven't enjoy I haven't found myself hyped for any of the videos yet. I've watched some of them. I've watched uh, I've watched and some of them I've only watched a couple of minutes of. But I haven't found myself really hyped for what they're doing as as a company. I find myself more hyped listening to podcasts. I find myself more hyped looking at Animal Champion or Blizzard Watch. I find myself more hyped looking at uh, Bellular gaming on YouTube or trade chat on YouTube. I, I'm more hyped by the community than I am by the videos that Blizzard are posting to hype up BlizzCon. That's, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I am. I haven't watched one of them. I've watched honestly. some to to like, at least say that. I mean, I've tried. Tried. I mean, I watched the Ian Hazakosis one where he talked about Very a year quickly, review. Proud of you for getting his name um, right for the first time ever. Proud of you. <laughs> I, I can get his name right whenever the hell I want to get his name right. I'm a grown-ass man. Um, but yeah, I mean, they just... I agree with you. I'd rather hear the speculation. I'd rather hear what people are excited about. I'd rather hear the theories. Um, we're not going to hear anything in those videos that's going to be a major announcement. I mean, this is the, that's the point. So, um, or, and I'm not really interested in some of the cosplay stuff. So people putting together costumes and whatnot, good, good for you if that's your thing, but it's not my thing, you know, I'd rather play the games or rather get hyped. Now, I will never, never discourage people to cosplay because some of the cosplays you get at BlizzCon are fucking amazing. I mean, did, did you oh, see yeah. that I, Arthas one that was there the last cosplay. year that I got a picture with? He was amazing. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm about six foot yeah. two. He was taller than me. <laughs> dude might as dude might as well have been the creator. Yeah. Oh, they there was a, there him. was a check in Warlock <laughs> Tier Seven last year. Oh, the detail on that set was beautiful. Was yes, that the one we saw at the end? Yes, it was. Although my favorite one has to be the human from Overwatch holding up the Omnix Lives Matter sign. That was amazing. <laughs> um, I loved it. her. I hugged her. Oh, she was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so if if Omnix right, Lives Matter Lady, if you listen to this show, you were my favorite person from BlizzCon last year. I want to see you again. I have the pictures on my phone mm-hmm. for, of your costume. You were amazing. I love you. And this year, um, you are my favorite if you have a Gnome's Life Matter. <laughs> Uh, cardboard <laughs> hashtag gnomes lives matter. Um, by the way, I, Chris was on the Dark yes, Moon Herald and did slip in gnomes lives matter at the end of that show. So I, yeah, I yeah, applaud I you, Chris. Um, if you if you do like uh, <laughs> wow podcasts, and clearly you do because you're here, uh, the Dark Moon Herald is a great podcast that I was on last week. It was very last minute. Um, but I would 100% encourage people to go and listen to the Darkman Herald. They are available at darkmanherald.com. We've had Rodney on the show, haven't we? And yes, Rodney we have. is fantastic. I love Rodney. <laughs> I when was you not were not he- available, he was. He I was not here for the Rodney week. show, but I was on Darkman Herald and got to meet Rodney. And I love him. I think he's great. 
Um, we did. We talked about add-ons. Rodney and I both gave Kevin crap for it. Um, and it was fun. It was just generally just really fun. So 100% go and listen to Darkmoon Herald. Uh, they're at darkmoonherald.com. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, I think they're on Google Play. I'm not sure. But all of your general podcasting apps, you can find them. They are great people. And uh, I will be on the Saturday Con Before the Storm show with Kevin from Darkmoon Herald. So even better. All right. Shall we jump into the main topic? I think we're we what, just a little over. Uh, we're, we're 35 minutes in. This, this is, is where exactly we where be. we should be. This, this is, is the sweet spot. spot. This, this is that G spot you want to hit. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> That's By the way, LB is asking us if we were doing a bit last week when we were talking about Junkrat being a specialist, and I fucking told you guys. That it was an assassin, and you fucking shit it up and down all over me. Uh, well, in it fairness, wasn't. when you see, and guess when what? you hear He's about Junkrat, do you not assume specialist? I thought he, w- I thought that he was a specialist too, but I watched the video. I, I paid didn't attention, pay attention, and it said assassin. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't pay attention, <laughs> but Junkrat should I be mean, a specialist because yeah. he can push like a motherfucker. He's as good a pusher as Murky is. He just does fuck tons of damage with it. I don't know why they made him an assassin. I feel like there was some kind of outside influence that forced him I to be an assassin. Like we, I he feel like we had this conversation with Medivh. I don't know why he's a specialist. He should be a supporter. I feel like we've had this conversation. <laughs> it, it's, I, don't, I don't understand the categorization. Blizzard, I hope they fix you it. You're fucking weird. I mean... <laughs> I mean, even doesn't his bombs do less damage yes, to structures? Yes, it's weird, too? but he can still push I mean, like a motherfucker. I, I, I don't Let's understand. Let's move on to the main topic. On. So this week we will be talking about the BlizzCon panels, the ones we're excited for, uh, and a couple of little bits and bobs, mainly the booths, the b- booths that are be available there this year because they were they were similar to the ones that were last year and they were a lot of fun to go to. We forgot to go back to one specifically and we're idiots for it. <laughs> but yeah. this year we're not going to do that. We're going to go back to it. Um, so let's start off with Friday, which is November 3rd. The opening ceremony would be the first thing that goes uh, for the convention. And bear in mind, that will be available on YouTube, the Battle.net Battle. website, all of the uh, Blizzard Twitch streams and the virtual ticket. It'll be one of the few things that is available on YouTube and the Twitch streams. So bear that in mind. <clears throat> so, the opening ceremony. Cool. What are we expecting? Kevin? Uh, obviously, well, we're going to get an overview of all what's new in all of the games. I mean, that's how this works. And then there's kind of a deeper dive into some of what's next afterwards. Um Mostly looking forward to the WoW expansion. I mean, they're obviously planning some big stuff around WoW this year. So, you know, that's got to be Mm. the biggest thing. I'm quite excited for the Heroes news. I want to see what new heroes we're going to get. I want to see if they're finally going to fix Hanamura. (laughs) Um, I want to know if there's going to be any changes to the rank system. I want to know what we're getting out. uh, New skins, new mounts. I just want to see all the new shiny stuff from Heroes of the Storm. (laughs) We're probably going to see some new heroes in Overwatch. Yep. Um, probably at least one. Last year we got what's her uh, face, the hacker, Sombra. 
uh, which Somewhere. I remember. Yeah, and we there were, was like a we huge were sitting in the Overwatch uh, arena. We were just sitting there watching the uh, opening ceremony because we couldn't get into the main hall because that place was packed. Yep. And then they were talking, and then all of a sudden everything just went all staticy. And then Sombra showed up. It was brilliant. It was a great moment because the whole the yeah. whole convention center, because it's the opening ceremony. If you're not in the main hall, it's 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 broadcast all over the center on all of the big screens. The right. entire convention center went up in a big cheer. We all knew it was coming because we knew Sombra was coming. Yeah. I, I really liked the way they introduced her. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, and especially being in a stage where you couldn't see the people on the stage itself and you could only see the screen. And then for the screen to like black out and glitch out and then like she comes on. Yeah, it was, for people it was who awesome. weren't in the main hall, it's like, oh, fuck, they broke something. <laughs> it's like, they yeah, fucking broke like, something. The and fuck? then you just hear, you just hear, hear Son- Sombra saying something in Spanish and then the Overwatch logo. And then we actually got a fucking mini. We got a mini cinematic as well which i didn't expect i'm not gonna lie i didn't expect to get a cinematic out of it but it was a really good cinematic cool. so i'm really excited to see what they're gonna throw at us this year because i'm not gonna lie that may cinematic oh my god i was in i was weeping like a child that was dark blizzard like seriously i'm gonna have to go back and that actually watch was that dark like if if you, hmm. it was like it on steroids. It was dark. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. I want to see what the um, Hearthstone expansion is. I mean, it, yeah, they're gonna announce yeah. some Hearthstone stuff. Maybe they'll announce some Starcraft stuff. We're not getting Diablo stuff. We know that. Um, but yeah, no Diablo stuff. But as is tradition, they always tell us what our new charity pet is for this year. So we will get find out what the new charity pet is, and we will also find out the complete cumulative total of the of last year's charity pet. Um, and there could be even more. We don't know what else is going to be there. This is just the stuff that's been generic over the years. As long as we don't get another geek is, I'm happy. Kevin, you don't know what that is, but that's fine. <laughs> Essentially, a year, one year of BlizzCon where they had nothing to announce. Chris Metzen just came on the opening ceremony for 20 minutes and just said geek is and then showed something and then geek is showed something else it was very boring as long as we don't get another geek is i'm happy (laughs) i feel like they would do that for diablo Uh, this year and just say like diablo Diablo panels is is just all the diablo panels is just the lead designer going diablo is picture diablo is picture (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) diablo is in development diablo is we're not talking about diablo this year diablo is diablo is (laughs) error 32 Mm. all right world of warcraft what's next is after the opening ceremony so we're gonna you know i'm hoping we go into some new uh, game mechanics. I want to hear what the new like artifact weapon type stuff is going to look like. Um, anything World of Warcraft is going to be fun. I just want. I just don't know what the hell they're going to release because 
First of all, I haven't done too many of these. This is, <laughs> this is your my first expansion Second time I've seen an expansion come out. This is your first, like, yeah, field exactly. big BlizzCon-based expansion so, announcement, because obviously the other one was a GamesCon. Right. So, you know, I just don't know what's going to drive so many people going to that um, hands-on, you know, area to play the game. Like, the last two times I went, it was like a non-event. You know, like, two years ago when Lords. it was... Um, you know, hey, here's here's a uh, no. It was when they had Illidan. Um, you could play Illidan at BlizzCon, and like there was no one in line. There was yeah, no one at all. That was the year like, that Warlords was barely one or yeah. two people. So that was the year that Warlords had been out already, and we were just kind of waiting for the right. next expansion. We were waiting for Legion, yeah, and you could play the Illid. You mm-hmm. could play Illidan or the Illidaria, whatever it is, Demon Hunter. And that's about it. And there was li- literally no. I don't no think there. they they hadn't announced. Like it was crazy. Had they announced already? Yeah, they had already announced yeah. Legion. Yeah, yeah, they at, had announced it, and then there was there it was playable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right. last year, because there was no big WoW announcement, it was it was just the Mythic event, which was fun. It was really fun, and it got you got the whole feeling of a real life looking for group. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this year, I'm very yeah, the excited. Mythic event I liked, but it was still not, you know, it was still not like epic levels of wow. We have to wait in line for like half an hour to do this or whatever. It was. There's yeah. so many questions we'll about how Legion's we'll going to end that I have so many questions about what we're going to get next. Artifact weapons. What are what's replacing them? Because they're so key to the character now. Yeah. What's replacing them? Yeah. I really am like, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss my artifact weapon, even though I kind of hate it because of all the extra I jazz love it's my adding. Gun. I used to hate um, guns on Hunters. I love my fucking gun, and I, I'm going to miss it. <laughs> I, the thing that I like the most is that I don't have to worry about constantly replacing exactly. at least one piece You've of gear. always got your weapon. Like, that's it's awesome. always progressing with you. Yeah. Yeah, all the other shit. It's like, okay, well, is this the best inside? Is it not? Do I have to keep looking for something to replace this? And it's just like, it's annoying, right? So I'm hoping to get some really cool game mechanics. I'm hoping, you know, even if we don't get a playable race or a new class or whatever, I'm I'm hoping they try to keep that fresh and add some more things in that are different from what we got now. I mean, it's difficult because like a lot of the stuff in Legion is really fun to do. The way that they've done the um. World oh, I hope they never and, replace World you know, Quest. Some of the I hope they never replace World Quest. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's just some stuff you just don't want to leave, and maybe we're going to have to let that go, and then other stuff, what are they going to do to try to hit the same level of epicness that they've done in Legion? So it's it's going to be interesting to see what they... So what let's they move on to up. the next panel we're excited for. Um, this is one, personally, that I'm very excited for. I know, Kevin, you're a little excited, but you don't know who a lot of these people are. Um, so the next right. one is the voices of Blizzard, the powerful women of World of Warcraft. Um, so we don't know who's going to be on the panel, but I there's people that I want to see there that I don't. I, I the only one I'm pretty confident will be there is Laura Bailey, who plays the lovely Jaina Proudmore. Um, I hope she's going to be there because I love Laura Bailey. She's a great act. She's a great voice actress. Um, I love her on Critical Role. Uh, she, she's she's fantastic. Um, other people who could be there. 
We've got PJ Matson who plays the lovely. No, let let's get this clear. These are, these are people who you're having a wet dream yeah, about these are wanting that I to, want be there. to be there. These are not people that are there, but these are people that could be there. I would love to see PJ Matson who plays Sylvanas Windrunner. Uh, second voice actor to play Sylvanas, actually. Um, Karen Stressman. She is uh, the voice of Chromie, the adorable little uh, bronze dragon. And she also voiced Vanessa Van Cleef, actually. There's a little throwback to Cataclysm for y'all. Laura Post, she plays Queen Ashara. I would love to see her and get a bit of a deep dive into Queen Ashara. I feel like I wouldn't know what the voice is because it's so heavily modified. Queen Ashara's voice isn't modified when she's in Night Elf form. Only modified when she's in Naga form. Oh, Night Elf form. Um, You've got Courtney Taylor, who plays Verissa Windrunner, the... I want to say the eldest, no, the middle of the three Windrunner sisters. And then you've got Chris Summer, who plays another throwback to Cataclysm and Pandaland. We've got Lillian Voss. I want to see those women because they are amazing voice actors. They're amazing people. And I, I would love to get their insight on their characters. That's what I want to see. I don't, because this is the first thing we've had a panel like this, especially on one of the main stages. This is the first time we've had a panel like this, so it could be completely opposite of what I want it to be, or it could be exactly what I want it to be. So I'm hoping we're going to see some amazing female voice actors telling us about their character, what got them into the industry, and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it would be cool to go there, too. I mean, I don't know half the people that you just <laughs> I think mentioned. the only but, one you um, actually know is Laura Bailey, fun. and you only know her in passing. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Geek and Sundry on the community yeah, so, stage. Chris, what is Geek well, and Sundry? I'm the community Sundry. stage this year. I'm very excited for this. So Geek and Sundry, initially it started off as a YouTube channel and they've built up into uh, this amazing Twitch presence and the, um, the Project Alpha site, which is a combination of Geek and Sundry and the Nerdist uh, doing an online streaming service, which is really, really good. Uh, and essentially, Geek and Sundry is the reason that D&D is popular again. Geek and, Geek and Sundry with Critical Role mm. and the iteration of Matt Mercer's love child uh, that is Exandria and Taldori. And it's, it would be, I'm very excited to see what this panel actually is. Because the schedule doesn't go into a lot of information on what it actually is. But I'm just excited for it. So on the schedule it says... Geek and Sundry's mission is to connect and inspire through play, building communities that bring audiences and content creators together. Join some of these talented individuals as they geek out and share their personal experiences. So I'm thinking maybe we see Matt Mercer, Felicia Day on the stage just telling us about everything about Geek and Sundry and their love childs. That is the IPs of Geek and Sundry. That's what I'm hoping for, and that's what I'm looking forward to seeing if it is the case. Because yep. they've got some amazing shows on Geek and Sundry. You've got Critical Role, Pro, um, Signal Boost, Shield of Tomorrow. All of these are available on the Project Alpha site, so we'll have a look at that. I'm hoping it's just a way for them to be able to highlight exactly what you said, some of the shows that you may not have heard about. And I'm hoping that that's why they're doing this whole community stage thing in the first place is to check out some of the cool stuff that members of the community are doing if you haven't already heard of them. So this will be cool for me because I'm kind of going into it blind and 
you know, see what kind of message they have for people who have, who have never heard of them before and maybe just catching up. I with am them also going, time, so. I'm also going to link Kevin the entire playlist for critical role and get him to watch it from start to finish. <laughs> Sounds good. You will be doing that, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Moving on. After that, we have the Heroes of the Storm. What's next, panel? Chris, what are you looking for? I want to the see the new heroes because we usually we get two heroes at BlizzCon. They always announce two heroes. Um, usually, get a possible map or a possible event. Last year's event, I want to say they announced the Diablo. No, it wasn't Diablo event. It, what, what event did they announce last year? One was the one was Trogal with the Diablo event. So that was two years ago. This last year, what the fuck did they announce? Because they announced Varian and they announced um, Ragnaros. Did they announce an event last year? Soldier. I don't think they announced an event last year. I don't but think that I'm, there I'm was an event. I'm looking forward to no. a possible another event because we've—I don't think we've actually had a full-on Warcraft event where we got Warcraft maps. Yeah, I feel like we're in. The, I we've don't know. Maybe an, an Overwatch, Overwatch event. event. Are we in the middle had, of an Overwatch event? We had event? the Overwatch event that introduced Genji and Diva, as well as Hanamura. I feel like they just need to commit want, to these yeah. events and just say, "Look." This year or this half a year, it's going to be Overwatch themed. And then every hero that comes out is Overwatch themed. And then every map that comes out is Overwatch themed. And then they move on to something else. I want to see a Warcraft event. We haven't had a Warcraft event yet. We've had a Diablo one. We've had a Starcraft one. We've had an Overwatch one. I want to see a Warcraft event. The only thing that you could kind of justify and say was a Warcraft event was the For Azeroth thing. But that was just play play Warcraft heroes. There was no actual... Oh, look at this awesome Orgrimmar map. I want something like that. Uh, that's what yeah, I want to see. Cool. I want to see a fucking Orgrimmar map where we get to destroy Orgrimmar. Ooh, no, better. One side is um, Orgrimmar, one side is Stormwind. Meet in the middle. Why don't they just do one of the PvP maps? Um, like, what's that one that you guys hate playing where you go down the big hill uh, at the beginning? Do, 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 do. I want to see... Something Valley. Alterac no, like Valley. Valley. It's just it's shit now. It used to be great and go on for one week. Like, an entire Alterac Valley map was, like, one week of a game. Um, I want to say the worst one, in my opinion, is probably Isle of... I can't remember the name of it. I hate it so much. Um... There's there's the other one that's like um, Alterat Valley, but it's worse. <laughs> so, like, just do a PvP map in here as a Storm. I want to see Orgrimmar and Stormwind, and then it's just Clash in the middle. That's what I want to see. <laughs> All right. On Saturday, I think we're going to take a bit of a break from the and... panel action and go to some of the boots that are kind of set up around the event that are more um, yeah. free form. Um, the, the booth that Chris was mentioning earlier in the show was the razor booth. They had, um, they had a system set up where like you did a bunch of little things. Like you play a game, Tweet you take a picture, like you do this, you do that. Yeah. You get stamps on this card and then you turn in the stamps and each of the stamps allows you like to get a roll on this like wheel they had. And the wheel had stuff like a free keyboard or a free mouse or, like actual yeah, decent it was quite razor impressive shit. Actually, they were so, giving away that much stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, they like people were walking around with like legit headsets, just like that they won at the Razor booth. And I was like, fuck, I want to do that. But the line was also over an hour yeah, long of people waiting in forgot. line to do this. So, yeah. And then, it, well, every time we went back, we, dude, we went back three times. And like each time, it was like an hour long wait. And we we're like, fuck this. Um, but yeah. And uh, the, Corsair, the Corsair booth was really cool. They had like every type of keyboard that you could think of. So, like, you know, I was showing Chris the difference between the different uh, Cherry MX keys that are available, you know, the brown and a blue and a this and a that. And like, you know, actually being able the to see that. Booth was so cool. A lot of people don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I want the tech that's in those things. I mean, the, the only thing that sucks is that they have the current versions of the games and not like the beta versions that have the new stuff on current, it. So. That's because they're not Blizzard. They're NVIDIA and Razer, so they only have access I to know, the live servers. As far as I know, we were actually on the live servers playing on just a random account. Right. But it, it would be so awesome to go to the NVIDIA booth on one of their high-end video cards and like play the new this or that or the new hero or the new overwatch character or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, just being able to play on like an Asus system that has like a 1080 and a laptop is just fun and cool. And something that a lot of people don't get to do. I you know? want, I'm very excited for the dark moon fair. I want to buy more plushies. Yeah. <laughs> I bought three last <laughs> year. I got Two Ninja Pepe, normal Pepe and Ganymede. And Ganymede is on my shelf behind me. How many? How many? I times stood did in you line stand twice in line? because I forgot to buy Ganymede. I bought Ninja Pepe and I bought Pepe okay. originally, and I forgot to buy Ganymede. Um, and when I when I went okay. in and bought Ganymede, I also bought the Illidan action figure that is on my shelf right now. Uh, I gave my, my yeah. I gave my mother Ninja Pepe because she thought it was so adorable. Wait, I thought I bought you that stupid. Oh boy. yeah, you bought you bought me you and bought the toy to because I forgot to buy it when I was buying Ganymede. You waited in line for that one. Yeah. I gave you the money for it. Yes. <laughs> and then yeah, so you have to wait in line to do a quote pet adoption, which is basically a bunch you of stuffed plushies. animals that you can buy. Do they do any do they do anything in in like interesting uh, you along have the with toy that? capsule? Do they oh no! You you, you, you do get a little adoption it? sheet. You do oh, get okay. a little adoption sheet. I thought they did something a little there. I didn't buy. I, anything, I'm a plushy but, crazy person. Um, As I said on Darkman Herald last week, I have enough plushies that I could suffocate someone with them. <laughs> yep, and toy capsules. The other thing that we did last I year, think I was the only which one is you give Blizzard. I think so. Like we. Ugh, it was it was just horrible last year but you give blizzard all your money they give you tokens you put these tokens into those um things that you would find at like outside of a grocery store like a where you put machine. a quarter in you turn it and you get a little capsule yeah so you get a capsule the only thing is is that these capsules some of them can have like an epic prize in it where you can get like a 250 dollars illidan statue um, you'll get like a little note in the capsule saying that you won something like that. And everybody is looking for these like, you know, special epic toys. I think I want a quote for an Illidan skin in um, Heroes. Yeah. And 
uh, you just <laughs> other than that you just get these little toys that you know it's like a capsule inside of a capsule and like it's a character from a blizzard game and if you spend 15 20 bucks on this you're just going to get all of them immediately because that's what happens which if i remember it was a um, and probably zero it was of a the, skin i already have toys. and I, I had and gave it to you I yeah I don't know probably. I probably gave it to somebody else. Um, it's just yeah it's it's cool if you get something, but if you don't get something, feels bad, man. And such I go is to the dark real moon life RNG. For the I go to the dark moon fair for the plushies. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> Hearthstone Tavern. Um, Hearthstone Tavern. Yeah, I'm very and excited demo area. For I don't know if they're gonna have any um, cool games this but. year. It's good. That's uh. It's going to be an even bigger event because you've got the warlock skin that's coming out that you can only get by doing a fireside uh, a fireside brawl. So it's there's, it's going to be packed with people setting up to do fireside games to get that skin. So if you do want to get that uh, warlock hero, the hurt, and you're going to BlizzCon, um, you could always go to the con before the storm. Um, event which does have a fireside gathering there as well. <laughs> so multiple opportunities for you to get this warlock skin. If you're going to BlizzCon, there's no excuse. Uh. And after Hearthstone, so this is like what we're kind of doing free form in the morning on Saturday, and then um, I may wander over to the Overwatch World Cup, which is starting at noon until two forty-five p.m. Um, I'm interested to see some high level Overwatch play in the arena. Um I've never been to the arena. I haven't yeah, I didn't even it was walk in last, last year, year when they did StarCraft. Yeah, so this year actually having some Overwatch stuff in there with the arena set up. Uh I'm assuming that there's gonna be some like Well major, after major last year there. they had to so. move Overwatch in the arena. They had to. There was no getting past it. Oh yeah. Literally the sp- the spillover the was walkways everywhere. were covered Literally with people just everywhere. standing there watching the big screens to watch the Overwatch final. Yeah. They had to take they had to quarantine like, people um, off cues and put them up. Yeah. And start <laughs> just in the middle of the floor, they were putting up cues to keep people away and make sure that there's walkways because they kept saying, you know, because of fire regulations there has to be an exit and yada yada and um, yeah, crazy. Yeah, but I won't be there because I'll be recording the uh, Saturday show with Calm Before the Storm. So yeah, you do that. <laughs> yeah, cool. And it's weird because it's Calm Before the Storm during yeah, the storm. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> the first time they've done this, actually, I think. <laughs> uh, That's cool. All right, yeah. and 2.30, hopefully Chris will be back and we will wander over to the Voices of Blizzard, United Nations of Overwatch, um, this is the voice actor stage again, and this is the voices of the Overwatch heroes. And I think it's just cool to hear some of the voices that um, you know you see in game. Uh, and they're definitely like the one thing that we saw last year is they were giving them things to say. Yeah, they I thought were giving them things to say that were like m- famous movie quotes, and they had to say it in their Overwatch voice. It was really yeah. good. And it was all like there was a few moments where we were just laughing our asses I, off, like hearing Tracer saying something stupid or, you know, Reinhardt. I or do want to cool. I, if if I do randomly bump into her, I do want the girl that does Symmetra 
a lady that has some hatred to record something so I can have it as my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's such a good voice actress. Oh, that would love be her. super cool. I mean, I would bring a high quality microphone just to get a random recording that I could play on my outgoing voicemail or as a ringtone. Some people to tell us or tell tell our lovely listeners what they're listening to. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes! Oh, we do need to do that. We have to have them record a spot for sure. We need to try and grab some famous people. <laughs> now I might have to buy one of those like recorders. See what Ugh. I did? Sorry, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you did. That's going to fucking cost me some money. <laughs> Last but not least, how I know Kevin and I plan to end Saturday on, we will be watching the HGC bracket uh, on the, uh, it's the bracket stage for the grand finals of Heroes of the Storm, the Heroes Global Championships. Yep. I'm very excited because last year was my, as I said, I think last week, last year was my first ever real in an arena esports experience. And it was amazing. And I never, ever want to miss the Heroes of the Storm yeah. Grand, Grand Championships ever again. I am planning to go there every single year because it was so good. Those The games are amazing. Yeah. And we'll probably have to get there yeah, early. Yeah, we need to get there early and try and get some good seats. Because we had some... Daniel got us some betching seats last year. Yep. The, th- the thing is, is it's difficult not to just want to go and watch at all of the games. Like, last year, we were just like... Well, we can watch the panels whenever. We want to be there for the hype. And I'm glad we were for the semifinals because we caught that murky game. Oh, the Fnatic game. That was out of control. Oh, so good. But, uh, yeah. So it's, you know, I, I hate to miss, like, an experience like that, but there's only there's so much only time. There's only so guys. much time. Yeah, there's only so much. You know. That's the thing. BlizzCon needs to be three days. There's not enough time to do everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- this is kind of what we think is the best for us. This is what we're going to be um, doing because these are know, the panels that excite us and yeah. it gives us the full two days of doing stuff. We get to grab some time on the PCs. We get to grab some mm. time at the booths, the Dartmouth, the Dartmouth Fair, the Hearthstone Tavern, and all the big major panels we want to see. Yep. So, yeah, and, there, and it's a mixture of like some stuff that we're just going to be hyped about, like the World of Warcraft stuff and some of the voice yeah. actor stuff, which... You know, I think some of that is going to be available offline uh, this year. As far or as I know, everything but. with the exception of esports and the opening ceremony will require the virtual ticket. It's the same as every year. If you don't have the virtual ticket, you will only get the opening ceremony and all the esports. And the esports will be available on the BlizzCon website as well as the uh, respective Twitch streams. Uh, but if you want to see any of the panels, uh, the Heroes of the Storm, what's next, um, the voice, the voice actors stage, uh, all of those things, including the, I think the community stage is actually going to be open. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% on that. Um, but if you want to get everything else, you need to purchase the virtual ticket. So go to blizzcon.com and purchase it if you want to see these things. All right, and that uh, that just about wraps agree. it up, Chris. Um, it's going to be epic, uh, and I'm sure we'll find something else BlizzCon related to rant about next yeah, week. Next week, I think we're going to go on so, a bit of a deep um, dive onto the esports for uh, for the convention. 
Okay. Is that right? Sure. So we're going to yeah, talk, talk esports talk and what let's we're going to what we're going to see dirty. at BlizzCon. So you've got the WoW Arena, you've got the Overwatch Finals, the Hearthstone Finals, the Heroes of the Storm Finals, and the StarCraft Finals. They're all going live at BlizzCon. You've got the build up for the BlizzCon week just before for all of these events as well. So make sure you listen next week if you are an esports fan. And with that, let's move on to the next section of the show, which is... Do you have don't a don't do that. that? I do not have a don't do that this week. I was actually the one who was kind of positive in Raid this week and kind of was like really amped up to, you know, take our uh, Kill Jaden fights, you know, and take our, take our rounds with Kill Jaden. Um, unfortunately, there wasn't anything to do. Oh, the, the one thing... This is going to be very specific to the Kill Jaden fight, but when you get that goddamn circle plus the Armageddon, and the circle goes off first, and then you step out of the Armageddon because you thought the Armageddon... Yeah, hit, we've had that. And you wipe the That's raid. happened. That's happened a lot. That, in, fairness, a. in fairness, the they two need, animations are so fucking similar. They are ridiculously similar. Um, where Who's the guy? Deadly Boss Mods. Fucking do something about that. Like... If you get both of them at the same time, just put something on the screen that says stay in the fucking circle. That's what it should say. It's say, don't fucking move. It hasn't hit yet. Okay, now you can move. Um, I have a don't do that, but it's me being an idiot. It is ridiculous. I don't do that is me telling people to don't What's do what that, I did. Uh, it's, also the, it's also why I was in the sideshow of suck this week on Darkman Herald. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you're running a new tank through some mythics to get them some gear, and you're a hunter, make sure you misdirect them. Because if they're new and you're bursting 2.3 oh, yeah. million DPS on a boss, you're going to get one shot because they're, they're not going to hold threat on your ass. They ain't going to hold a single bit of threat and you're going to get one shot. I was that guy that got <laughs> one shot. Don't be an idiot like me. Misdirect on things if you can. <laughs> but don't do that, people. Don't do that. <laughs> poor Chris. Poor Chris. Poor Chris. The, the only thing that I've had... It- that's come close to a sideshow of suck moment is um no oh, you've had plenty do, you have to, do we have to remind that, you about your auction auctionator uh, espionage you've had plenty. yeah i've had some <laughs> i've had some problems with the auction house i mean i i need to go to auction house yeah, rehab at this do. point i mean i i am still paying like i still, still have chance that i haven't been able to get no, the Usherilin seeds, I dumped them. I just dumped them for cost because I just wanted to get rid of them. Now I can't find them on the fucking auction house and they'd be worth their weight in gold. But I won't even go there. But uh, yeah, big gamey ribs, I still have over 5k oh, of those. Still getting rid of those. Um, But I did successfully like flip how much they're okay, going so for on the auction house. So instead of like, yeah, instead of them going for like, a gold a piece. Now they're going for like six gold a piece. So like I bought them for a gold a piece. So I'm like making tons of profit on these right now, even though people think they're getting you're them for still cheap. Doing so something at least. That's really fun. Yeah. Hey, I've I'm making like about two gold a profit for each Good, that I sell, which is not bad. Having over ten thousand, <laughs> having purchased over ten thousand. Um. No, but the thing was is. In High Mountain, you can get this toy that allows you to kind of like hit a button in midair and float. 
Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? There was there was some kind of a thing you had to do in High Mountain where like you went down in a spiral, then you got this toy and it allowed you to yeah, kind of fly yeah, before flying about. was available. So sometimes I will use this because it's fun and I think it goes faster than flying if you can kind of bounce around in midair. So I was using this in Suramar and um you know it's got one of those activatable mm-hmm. buttons on the bottom. When you get over the city of Suramar itself. That activatable button switches oh, no matter what the, the hell you're doing to the g- disguise. Yeah, to the costume. So I'm floating over the city, like barreling towards the ground <laughs> at lightning speed, hitting this float button, you know, bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Then it switches to the costume, and I'm like, I hit the costume button, and I'm not floating. And I'm like, I look down at the button, I'm like, this is the costume, but you fuck. <laughs> so. <laughs> and just die yeah there's your side show a like, suck moment <laughs> yeah i'm i'm sure i'm sure that the priests in the audience can understand like that moment where you're trying to feverishly find the levitate button and you're like I oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck target myself i'm like where the fuck is it where is it where is it where is it where is it? okay oh, dead. and then not getting into it in time and dying <laughs> Yeah. And with Kevin for and with Kevin yeah, forgetting how to keybind his spells, that's going to wrap up our show this week, folks. <laughs> uh, to talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Kevin is at Swingcat with a K. Uh, I am at Akari underscore Mag, and Gav is at Gavril underscore Et, and that's Gavril with two eyes. Uh, you can email the show at azerothctc at gmail.com and you can visit our website which is azerothctc.co.com that's a habit azerothctc.com um, <laughs> you can share us a review uh, share us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes all those good things we would love to hear from you so get with the talking people thank you um, and with that let's say goodnight Kevin 